If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello again, and welcome to episode number 20 of Vacation Rental Success. And I'm really delighted to have with me today a a newcomer to the uh, vacation rental field. And when I say a newcomer, uh, this person has been in has been renting out his own property for quite some time with a really really good degree of success. But it was uh, it was just last year at the Home Away Summit in Phoenix that Steve went um, went along and appreciated that there were a lot of committed and passionate people in the industry who could perhaps benefit from some of the things that he was he was pretty expert at. And uh, and that's what we're going to talk about uh, in the interview today. We're going to talk about things like um, search en- engine optimization and how to get your listing or your website, in fact, to page one of Google because Steve has done this uh, for his own property and and is extremely successful at it for a number of his keywords. So we're going to be we discuss that in this episode, as well as exploring how you can make your photos and videos work for you. Uh, I know from my own experience that I upload uh, photos of my own property to different listings, but don't really do anything with the descriptions, don't do much with that at all. And Steve's going to tell us how adding uh, keywords um, to those photos can give them a lot more impact and or rather add impact to your overall SEO. He's also going to talk about using Google Maps and really about how to tie all your marketing in together uh, using the the whole Google system by using Google Plus, Google Maps, Google Images, in fact, everything that Google offers and tying it all into an overall marketing strategy. And you really should listen right through to the end because Steve talks about a really great offer he currently has at the moment, uh, which is something entirely new. And I think it's going to be a real, a real hit. And a little hint here, it's about um, creating quite a novel and unique about us section on your website. So without, without further ado, let's move on to the interview. Today, I want to welcome Steve Sassman of the VROwnersGuide.com, and he's also an owner of a cabin south of Flagstaff, Arizona. Best of both worlds, really, as it's north of my favorite place in the world, which is Sedona, and uh, and Flagstaff, which I know is a it's a beautiful place that people like to go to um, actually all year round in Arizona. But Steve lives in, in Phoenix, and after a visit to the Home Away Summit last year, um, he felt he had something to offer vacation rental owners in terms of his particular skills and expertise. 
and we're going to explore some of those in this episode. Steve's also a presenter of the at the upcoming Vacation Rental World Summit, of which we'll have a little more later. So, Steve, welcome to episode 20 of Vacation Rental Success. All right. Well, thank you, Heather. You're on episode 20 already. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I'm amazed, actually. But yes, now we've gone on to weekly podcasts. They are coming fast and furious. So, uh, Steve, tell me how you got into the VR business. Sure. Well, you know, I think uh, probably not unlike a lot of uh, people listening, it was purely by accident. I, uh, you know, took a road trip up with some friends to the mountains and uh, he had a cabin that he rented out and uh, it seemed like a great idea. So, of course, I decided I needed one myself and then uh, bought one in in, uh, 06, which was the worst time ever to buy anything regarding real estate. Um, so I somehow managed though to keep a hold of it when most people were, you know, walking away from their mortgages and whatnot. So I kind of just was doing it as a side thing, right? You know, I had a regular job, my, my own business and whatnot in online marketing. So, you know, I didn't take it very seriously for quite a while, but then, you know, over time I just became more and more involved in it and started to realize that I really, really liked it in terms of a, uh, a career, something I wanted to be do more of. So that's kind of what led me to go to the summit. And then at the summit is where I kind of realized, wow, this is uh, an industry full of really great people and, um, you know, something I just wanted to be a part of. So that's kind of how I started. I've been in the industry now for far too many years. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, it, um, it's, it's one of those things that, that once you get into it, there is just so much involved, isn't there? It's just, you know, so much more than putting a property on a listing site and, and welcoming guests. Once you really get into it, it's it's just all-encompassing, I think. Yeah, that's what I really like about it is that sure you feel the same way. No matter how much you think you know, there's always so much more to learn and there's so many angles to it. And even if you get it figured out temporarily, things change and you need to adjust and try new things. So... You know, it's it's never a, a boring place to be in my mind. Yeah, I sometimes feel that I'm a little bit out on a limb because up here in uh, in Canada, we tend to we, we've got our own little microcosm of rentals, I think, which is a little bit more isolated from the rest of of the world. I think because where we are, 90% of our guests come out of one place. They come out of the city of Toronto, and that's it. We list on local Ontario based listing sites and and that's all we really need to do and we have a huge following so so I always find it really really interesting in, in trying to expand my horizons getting out and talking to people about what works for them and one area that I am not as expert in as I would like to be is is this whole issue of, of using listing sites because we we've never had to use one of the large listing sites. And I know that um, you know you, you have a lot of thoughts on this and I've seen a lot of discussion on LinkedIn recently and I you know I have to confess I'm really out of the loop on this one but it's you know it's a section of owners and agents who are getting upset about the way listing sites are going. I don't think they're representative of the of the bulk of owners but i'd be really interested to get your take yeah no i i see that a lot too are, are you speaking of uh kind of the the vocal people who kind of are complaining about the listing sites and whatnot is that what you're talking about 
Yeah, the gen in general, they're they're complaining about um, really losing the personal touch. Um, oh, okay. The, the listing sites mostly taking over, taking over the management of emails, and I understand that. I understand there's a real security uh, aspect to that, but also taking over, wanting to take over the money side of it and the acceptance of funds and disbursement of funds for for small commission. I'm seeing that happening, but once again, I'm sort of feel set back from it because it's right, not right. directly involved. Yeah, no, I, I do have, uh, you know, a lot of thoughts on that. And I, I think in general, I think people do have kind of an adversarial view on listing sites, but I tend to really just try to take the emotion out of it and look at it in terms of, you know, the ROI that most of these listing sites are bringing people is really pretty amazing and for you know a few hundred dollars you're typically getting thousands and thousands of dollars in return and I think generally speaking you know the listing sites are trying to do things that are good for the industry and some of those things are perceived as things that are you know maybe taking away something from us as owners but you know and then there may be some things that that do give you that that feel but but i think for the most part i mean the the listing sites are our partners they're trying to do the same thing that we're trying to do and something that's good for them is generally good for us even though it takes it may take some uh, learning curve for us or maybe make it may make us change some of our processes and whatnot but I think in the long term I think if we can embrace those changes and be the first to learn how to take advantage of them we're going to be in a better spot than someone who's really trying to you know stick with things that worked you know three or four years ago you, you mentioned changes so is there any been particular changes that any I mean let's talk about home away VRBO do you, do you list on HomeAway for a start? Yes, absolutely. I list on pretty much all of the major sites. And in fact, I, I have a platinum listing on both HomeAway and VRBO. And I think a lot of people will be surprised that, you know, I, I have a website too that does very well. In fact, my website got more bookings than any listing site for me. So a lot of people would probably say, well, why are you even on the listing sites? Because I probably could survive without them. But I just, I just have a different viewpoint. I think that I would much rather have coverage everywhere. I want to basically be anywhere that someone can click to find a vacation rental. I want to be on that spot because I know the more inquiries I get, the more bookings I can get, the more repeat customers I can get and so on and so on, you know, the higher prices I can charge because I've got more demand for my place. Um, I'm going to have more reviews, which once again leads to more more bookings and more consumer confidence in, in what I'm offering. So I think it all just builds on itself. And that's why, you know, I don't mind spending two or three thousand dollars on listing sites every year when I could probably get by on spending five hundred. But to me, the ROI in that is completely worth it. So if, if somebody books through your HomeAway listing, do they book online with HomeAway and does HomeAway send you the funds or does it does it come directly to you? Well, I actually, now, you know, they do have the reservation manager now, which I think for a lot of people is a great service because it makes it very, very simple and automated for people. 
and, and that's something I highly recommend. However, just for myself, I actually kind of had an automated system that I kind of built myself even before Reservation Manager was, was available. I kind of just have kept using that rather than um, switch over to Reservation Manager, which I have used, you know, I do use sometimes like on the Book It Now and things like that. But in general, on a, on a standard uh, inquiry, I'll just do it through my own little thing I set up. And it's, it's nothing special or whatever, but it, it's effective and super simple. So that's why I've just kept using it. And, you know, and I'm also a huge, huge believer in, you know, accepting credit cards and doing everything that makes it easy for the customer. I have a very, very simple online contract that someone can fill out in a matter of seconds. You know, I basically reply to every inquiry with a full quote and a link to my contract so that they can, within literally five minutes, book my place. So, and like I said, I've had that for probably three or four years, even before the other stuff was available. Yeah, so are you using, with, with your contract, is it an um, electronic document, quasi-electronic signature, or are you still using faxing and... Uh... You know what it is, Heather? <laughs> I think I am as lazy as anybody in the world, so I wanna make it not only super, super simple for me, but super, super simple for my, for my guests. And I think, and I really think that, you know, doing that, you know, that's the beginning of your interaction with the customer. And if you're making them jump through hoops to, uh, just to, just to even book your place, I think that, you know, that gets you off on the wrong foot. So yeah, I just have a, uh, I, it's not an electronic, basically it's Google forms. I have a post on my blog about, the different contract methods that are out there. And there's some very good ones that are, uh, that are actual services that, that have a small uh, monthly fee or some of them allow you to you know, have a certain amount of contracts uh, per month for free, but it's usually yeah. only about five. And that's why I use Google Forms because it's unlimited. And like I said, I can send that along with every single inquiry. And I probably have you know five or 10 inquiries a day uh, in the busy, busier parts of the year, so I can just shoot those off, you know, real easily without any headache on my part. So you've, yeah, I, uh, I googled, um, what did I Google? Flagstar vacation rental cabins, and you were right up there at number one with HomeAway, VRBO, FlipKey, all below you. Probably helps. I think, I think your web address is similar, isn't it? It's Flagstaff vacation. Yeah, it's Flagstaff rental oh. cabin. Which back, I mean, back when I got the web address, that's uh, called an exact match domain, it meant more back then than it does now, because Google doesn't really give you an advantage for that now, but it's still not a bad idea for branding purposes. But yeah, that definitely helps. But to be honest, I get a lot of my traffic from uh, Google Maps. That's probably where, at least in terms of my website, that's where I get the most amount of traffic is Google Maps. So having a, a connection with Google Plus and having my, uh, my website tied to that uh, brings me a, a lot of traffic. So tell, tell me more about that. When you say you have your website, you're using Google Maps, Google Plus, and your website, how does that all tie in together? Well, if you have a Google Plus uh, page for your vacation rental, you can have uh, 
place on the map. Now there's a couple ways to do it and a lot of people don't want to put their actual physical address on the map and there's a way of getting around that too where it's kind of more just a hover point in the area which is a good way to do it uh, as well and that's probably a recommended way to do it for most people. If you look for anything local and by, by that I mean if you look for anything whether it's a vacation rental or, or otherwise and you type in a city name plus what you're looking for, you're going to have a series of, of results at the top, which are the generic listings. And then right below that, there's going to be usually six or seven results that are attached to an address and a map. And it shows uh, like a number of stars for reviews and whatnot. But basically, they're smack dab in the middle of page one of Google. So yeah. if you show up on that, you're going to get a lot of traffic. And especially if you know how to optimize it, um, you're going to get, you know, even more traffic than, than most people. Because like, for example, on mine, I typically will show up, uh, if not number one, uh, number two or three. And oftentimes I'm above, for example, the multi-million dollar ski resort in my area or another, you know, another large like place that has 17 cabins where I'm just this one little dinky little cabin and yet I'm showing up above them. So that's kind of kind of nice and like I said it just brings me a lot of a lot of traffic. Sometimes almost too much like in during Christmas and stuff it's uh I mean my phone just rings off the hook. So So can you do this without having a Google Plus account? I don't know why you would want to. I mean it takes you can set up a Google Plus page in 10 minutes. So, and then the added thing on top of that is, of course, uh, Google Plus is a social network. It's a little different than Facebook, but it is um, something that I would recommend to any owner that wants to, you know, especially if they have a blog and a, and a, um, and a website, because then they can post their um, blog articles there and interact with other local businesses and whatnot, which will help. Uh, drive more traffic to your website. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked to Alan Egan a while back about Google Plus and have been following course that he's doing on it. And, and I've seen people get, getting really, really good results. Lots of, lots of traction. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Alan's definitely one of the uh, pioneers on that end, and he, he knows what he's talking about with Google Plus. So he's definitely someone to follow if you want to uh, get more information on Google Plus specifically. Don't you think it's, it's overwhelming for people though, isn't it? I mean, I, having just talked to um, Sue Zimmerman about Instagram and, and I've been looking at Pinterest and, you know, I, I, I've seen a couple of owners who are really, really active on Pinterest. And of course there's Twitter and that's, that's my home very active on Twitter. But I, I, I just see all these different social media platforms having different goals, I guess. I mean, I spend time on Twitter and I've, I've got so many media contacts and I get requests from journalists almost daily for interviews. Um, not just because I'm talking about vacation rentals in general, but because I'm a vacation rental owner. Right. I got, you know, I, I got on TV last year because there was a scam in the area and the journalist was seeking out somebody in the area on Twitter. And, and I was probably the only one she could find. Yeah, really. And I agree. I mean, I think that uh, 
you know, I think the best strategy really is to have a at least a profile on the major social networks so that you're at least there. But I do think it's probably impossible to, you, you just don't have the time or expertise to really be good at all of them. So, you know, have a basic profile everywhere, but really focus on one or maybe two at the most that you can really become an expert at and really um, figure out what you need to do to be successful at that particular one. Because there's no way you're going to be good at all of them. Do you agree with that? or? Oh, I, yeah, I, I do. I, I want to be, and, you know, in Pat Flynn's words, be everywhere. Um, but it, it is so, so difficult. You know, I, I, I can get onto Pinterest and I'm there for two and a half hours yeah. because there's lots of pretty shiny things out there. I know. But I think, you know, with a strategy, perhaps, um, of, you know, let, let's say setting a goal of it so that you go on to you know, you, half an hour each day is a, is a Google Plus post, two or three um, tweets, a uh, post to Facebook, um, and perhaps uploading a couple of images to, to Pinterest that, you know, you can do that easily in a half, in, in a half hour. Oh, for sure. And a lot of it, you know, and there are some automation tools, which some are better than others, and some of them don't really uh, do a good job. I mean, you can, you know, make one post and have it go to three different networks. I mean, I don't really believe in that wholeheartedly. I think there's a couple things that will translate and work, but for the most part, the type of posts that you put on each network are different. So that's going to come across better and more authentic if you actually spend a little bit more time and, and do them on that network, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I've, we, we've looked at some of these sort of, these schedulers and uh, I've tried them. Um, it, it might work on a couple, but doesn't work on everyone. Yeah, there's nothing worse than like getting all this, uh, you know, getting having a Facebook post with a bunch of Twitter uh, handles and whatnot that, that half the people are like, what is that? No, I think it's, it just comes down to old-fashioned, you know, spend the time and uh, and achieve the results. So you've got a, you've also got a take on SEO that's, that that's perhaps listeners might understand a little more because it's it's all about using things you already have in place, like uh, like your photos. Tell me a little bit more about how owners can use photos to um, to improve their SEO. Yeah, sure. That's the thing. There's so many uh, sides to SEO or search engine optimization that a lot of people don't even think about. And like you said, one of them is photos. For example, uh, if you do an image search for uh, your area or what have you, um, there'll be a ton of, of images that pop up. But it's really because almost nobody does photo SEO, it's really easy to, if you just do a little bit of work on each photo, it's pretty easy to get most of your photos to show up on the first page of that image search. And it also helps just within your pages on your website to have those uh, images much more findable as well. So basically there's a couple things that you're doing. You're basically putting in some location data uh, behind the photo because you know Google can't tell what a photo is it's it's not text so you have to add this stuff in on the back end in order for Google to know what it is so you add the location data which is like the latitude and longitude and whatnot 
And then also, when you upload these things, a very simple thing you can do is um, change your file name to a keyword. For example, um, instead of a typical uh, file name for a photo coming right off of your camera would be, you know, 734205.jpg, right? Well, what is, Google doesn't know what that is. I mean, that's just gibberish. So if you change that file name to be, in my instance, it would be, you know, Flagstaff Vacation Home, right? Or, or you know, any number of different keywords that I'm trying to target so that then Google can marry up, you know, that keyword with that image. And then that just makes my site, you know, a lot more attractive to Google. And Google knows that it, it's more relevant to searches for that particular thing. So, so that is naming your photos before you put them on a listing site. And then, of course, you can add image text as well, right? Well, what I actually recommend, though, is I actually have two sets of photos for everything. I have one set of photo that I use only on my website because I actually only want to give the SEO stuff to my own website. I don't, I don't want to give that to the listing sites because I want any traffic that I can get to go to me. Sorry, I'll give the listing sites just the plain ones that have no, look, no information on them. It's the same exact photo visually, but one has the SEO stuff in it and one doesn't. So I'm only going to use the one that has the SEO stuff for my own personal website. Okay, what about videos? Well, video is another hugely untapped area for vacation rental owners in my mind. Um, I mean, for example, I mean, I've, I've done a f different videos throughout the years and trust me, I've done some really bad ones. I mean, I, I know some of my first ones were the, you know, the ones I'm walking around with the camera, it's all jittery and I'm narrating, you know, every little detail of, you know, here's the kitchen door. Just, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, Here's the bathroom, and look what's in it. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I, I've made all those mistakes and whatever, but there's just so much uh, area to improve on in terms of getting your name out there. I did a Google search the other day looking for videos on Flagstaff, and actually, 14 of the 20 videos that showed up on the first page were mine. I mean, that just shows you how that nobody else is doing anything, you know, so it's that's the thing. If you just get some videos out there, you're they're probably going to show up on the first page of Google. Now, obviously, if you're in a you know, if you're in London, um, that's going to be different than if you're in a small town. Obviously, the, the smaller town you're in, the more easily you can uh, become on the first page. That said, uh, it's still a huge area where I think a lot of people are missing out on. But the quality is the quality is just as important, though. You, you, you know, you said you've moved on from the from the shaky hands videos, you know, wandering around from room to room. So, you know, I, I have been urging people not to do that and to use a tripod and and to then go back in and do a little bit of editing. Absolutely. Um, do you have any recommendations on editing um, software? Uh, yeah, for software, um, let's see, for 
I just use like uh, iMovie on on a Mac. I don't have any recommendations on a PC, unfortunately. I'm sure there's plenty out there, but well, here's one that a lot of people can do. That's really simple. Is just, and I even have one on my my home page right now. It, it's just photos that you turn into a video. And here here's another tip too that I think is important. I think a lot. I see a lot of uh, vacation rental uh, videos that are way too long they're like three or four minutes when they should be a minute mm -hmm. and they just get boring and you're waiting for the next photo or you're waiting for the next thing they're just too slow i think they need to be more uh, just a little just faster so that people aren't bored they're gonna they're gonna see everything it's not uh they're not gonna miss out on anything because you're making it faster but i think they're gonna get actually get to the end of the video if you make it shorter when you were at the Home Away Summit, did you sit in on the um, session with Evelyn Gallardo? It was a social media session. Uh, you know is, what? I missed that one, unfortunately. Yeah, she was. She she's been on the podcast way back, and I'll I'll put the um, the link to that in the show notes um, because we talked about her YouTube videos in that, and uh, she actually did a bit of barter with Lou Bortone who came along and stayed at her place for free and then taught her how to do really good videos. Oh, great. You know, if there's anybody out there who doesn't know Lou Bortone, he is sort of the video king or one of the video kings out there. So it's definitely worthwhile going to Evelyn's YouTube channel and checking out her videos because they are just like, just like what you've described, they're short, that it could be a video of a sloth in a tree or right. howl monkeys or just a couple of... In, and she gets her guests to do these little cameo videos as well. And she uploads them and it, it just creates this really, really great YouTube channel. And anybody, if you, if you Google Manuel Antonio in Costa Rica, one of Evelyn's videos is going to come up. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, she, I mean, she... They, they, they're probably 30, 45 seconds. They just have one message. I think there, there are, there's an early one, which is a sort of bit of a montage of going through the properties. But even that has been done so well that you don't get bored with it. But it's, you know, that's definitely worthwhile going and taking a look at hers. Oh, definitely. I agree. Because I, I, I have seen some of her videos and they're, they're, they're really good. And, but you know what? In my eyes, too, it's a lot. It's just like professional photography you know i mean why not spend a little bit extra and get it done right and make it look good you know than have just shoddy photos that that don't show your place off yeah absolutely and, and i think the video just having a nice intro and outro is good too um making sure that the the web address or the listing site is is embedded in there as well so Okay, let's move on to to you, what you're doing. We're, we're sort of getting to the end of our time, and I want to make sure we cover off what, um, what, what you're doing in the future. One of the things is, of course, the Vacation Rental World Summit, which we are both presenting at. Um, you got anything to say about that? That's going to be, I think, June the 13th to 15th, am I right? I think you're very, very close if you're not exactly yeah. correct. If, I, if I'm not, it's going to be in the show notes anyway. And, yes. and a link to that where, in fact, um, you, 
you know, anybody can go there and see who all the presenters are. There's 12 exceptional presenters. That includes Steve and myself. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. I think it's going to be a great event. Um, like you said, the, the speakers are great. Um, Antonio's doing a great job of putting it all together. So, yeah, I couldn't be more excited about it. Yeah, um, and I think by the time we get there, I will have interviewed every single presenter, which is which is really cool. I've I've only got I think I've only got three more to do. Oh, that's I hadn't great. realized that, that I'd already done. I mean, Antonio's obviously thinking along the same lines as me because I'd already done all these podcast interviews before he came up with the idea of the summit, and there are there are all these people on it. So that's really 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 great. I think it's going to be such a valuable event and, and I will put um, more detail in the show notes but have you got anything to say about what your session is going to be about? Sure yeah my session is going to be titled how to dominate page one of Google and so basically I'm going to go into a combination of a little bit of what we've already talked about today um, you know partially about the listening sites and um, you know part of that really uh, the, the beauty of the listening sites is is you're able to hitchhike on top of somebody else's SEO, right? All the work that those sites have already done to get on the first page of Google. Now you can just, you know, you just need to figure out which one of those sites are the right ones for you, which I go into a methodology of how to do that uh, in the training. And then, uh, and then once you just, once you get on that, then you're, then you are on the first page of Google courtesy of, of yeah. those listing sites. Um, and then the other piece of that too would be, um, you know, like I said, the Google Maps. So I get into some tactics on how to take advantage of that, and then a little bit on video as well. Excellent. Well, I shall look forward to uh, to that one uh, as well. What else have you got in the hopper at the moment? Yeah. Well, let's see. the The latest thing that I'm working on that I'm really excited about is what I am calling owner spotlight videos. And, and kind of what we talked about a few minutes ago is that there's a huge gap in terms of video for owners. Most owners don't have any video out there whatsoever. So I want to fill that gap. And what I'm, so what I'm offering for people, and this is absolutely free, at least for a while, and, and if I get overly swamped, it, that may change. But for right now, it's free. And it's going to be basically an about me video that I will produce for each owner and their property. And it's going to build trust and it's going to prove that your listing is real. It's going to give you a third party endorsement for your vacation rental. And I just think it's going to be, so basically it's going to be an interview. I'm going to interview each person. We're going to go back and forth, talk about their vacation rental, why they bought it, what they love about it, what they like about the area. So it's going to give them a, a it's just going to be a way to really, uh, for, for a viewer to really get to know that owner before they submit an inquiry. It's going to create a level, level of comfort for that person who's about to invest a lot of money in a vacation. That's, that's really exciting because I've, I've been saying for a long time that one of the most important, important places on a listing that people ignore is the about us section. Exactly. And I will always, if I'm looking for somewhere, I'm going. I, I want to know who you are, who the owner is, why you bought the place, what you know, what, how emotionally invested you are in it, 
and you know, to me, that's the start of the relationship. So, so I think that idea is just is just fantastic. Yeah, thanks. I think it's going to be really great. I mean, because nothing nothing builds confidence or trust in my eyes like video because you actually uh, it's not just written word. You know, it's not just audio. It's everything all at once, and it, it really I don't know that that. Let me backtrack a little bit. I mean, in my previous business, I did a ton of video. I did demos and reviews and whatnot. And I would have people every single day, they would call and be ready to buy something. And they, they would just say, oh my God, I saw your video. I loved it. And I didn't even, it wasn't, I didn't even have to sell them. They were already sold based on the fact that, you know, they felt like they knew me through my video. So that's what I want to basically recreate for the owners out there to give them that same vehicle that'll make you know booking their place a lot easier. Yeah. So where where can owners go if they if they want to be a part of this? Yeah. Um, I have a page on my site. It's uh, vrownersguide.com/slash/owner-videos. Okay. I'll put a link to that on the uh, on the show notes. And, Great. Uh, We'll look forward to uh, to seeing some examples when you've got them done. Yeah, I'll have some shortly, so I'll uh, I'll let you check them out. Okay, um, that's about it. I don't think uh, we've got time for anything else. So I'd just like to thank you so much for for giving up your time to uh, talk about VR Owners Guide and your experience of of being a rental owner. I think it's um, I think it's all of really valuable information. And I will get a lot of these tips out into the uh, into the show notes. And, of course, we'll have a transcript available as well. So, Steve, thank you very much for being with me today. Absolutely, Heather. Thank you very, very much. Uh, always a pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to more in the future. Well, yet again, what a great interview, and I learned a lot from that. Uh, and if you've been listening to uh, to some of the other podcasts, you'll probably appreciate that I'm really getting into Google Plus at the moment. And with the help of Alan Egan uh, from Rent More Weeks, uh, I really am getting there. And so are many, many other owners. So if you haven't, if you haven't registered for Google Plus yet, I really suggest you do. Um, that There are a few people to follow uh, <clears throat> in the Google Plus space that are delivering a lot of really useful information. And I'll add a couple of the, um, the links to the show notes uh, of, of those people who are offering you know, free courses and they are simple and I've gone through quite a few of them and I've learned a lot from them. Um, what else did I, oh, I learned about, yeah, more about videos and I'm getting quite eager to go and do a few area videos perhaps go around we, in, in my area we've got a local brewery we've got a cheese factory and a chocolate outlet and in my cottage we I, I have this list of all this map so people can go and do a half day tour and go and do the chocolate cheer chocolate cheese and beer tour so I thought I'm going to go and do a just a quick video that shows the and maybe the exterior and interior of each of the different places and, and what they have on offer and and put that on my website because that really might encourage people to come to our area, um, check out the 
local attractions, and particularly we have a lot of foodie attractions uh, around us, as you can tell, and, uh, and see how that works. So don't forget to watch out for the Vacation Rental World Summit that, uh, that we mentioned. Both Steve and I are um, contributors to that. We're both doing seminars stroke workshops on the Vacation Rental World Summit, which will be held over the weekend of the 13th to 15th of June. I really do hope that, uh, that you register for that. It's entirely free to attend for the weekend. So there's really no excuse not to do so. Um, just um, just come along, put your feet up and learn from the people who've been out there doing it for, for a lot of years. Um, you know, I, I always hesitate to use the word expert because there's always something that we can all learn. But the people who are contributing to the World Summit have been um, are, are just well experienced, let's say. So that's uh, that's it for another episode. And, uh, and I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed the time um, I spent with Steve. Um, Apologise for the quality of the, um, of, of, of the recording. Uh, it was because it was done on a Google Hangout. And it's, it's something I've got to learn um, how to extract the audio from a Google Hangout a little bit better than it was done on this occasion. But thank you so much for hanging on in there to the end. Uh, I promise it'll be better next time. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.